Welcome to the Divine and Worthy Podcast. A podcast capturing real conversation between two friends about all things spirituality, limiting beliefs, mindset, and emotional empowerment. We're your co-hosts, Melissa Kimberly. And I'm Tiffany Merriman. Join us in the journey to understanding your true self and allowing the space and grace to feel empowered and shine. Welcome back, everyone, to the Divine and Worthy Podcast. We're your co-hosts, Melissa and Tiffany. Hello. I'm so excited to be here today. Yeah. Uh, and we have a kind of a fun, different, um, more personal mm. um story or like chat today. So I'm kind of I'm excited to um dig in a little bit here, Melissa. Yeah, like one of the things when we when Tiffany and I first started talking about doing a podcast that we had talked about is some other podcasts that we listen to that we like love it when people are just like pop on and like talk about like have some sort of like really high level theme or like topic, but it really is like off the cuff. So we have kind of dabbled in a few different things. So we've had some pretty structured for us. Maybe it doesn't hopefully I'm crossing my fingers here. (laughs) Hopefully it didn't feel this way for the listeners, but we've had some pretty um, structured and prepared podcasts. And Mm -hmm. we like those, but like, also they don't, I don't know. They're just, we like it when it's just us. It's rambling, I guess. Yeah. But that, like, what I love is that it's, these are the, literally the conversations that we have back and forth. Like if we're going to hop on the phone, this is what we talk about. So it's like, we're like, instead of having the phone conversation, let's just do this in a podcast. So like we stop each other and be like, this is a podcast conversation. Let's yeah. like have this later. So we don't like do the talk already. So this is one of the things where we stopped and we were going, this is going to be a podcast episode. So this is just our communication back and forth, like what we would do for each other on a, on a phone call. So, yeah. And part <laughs> of why we want to offer this to you as a listener and why we, I think you and I feel the same way about this, Tiffany, why I like consuming podcasts like this. I really love the influencers and the mentors and the coaches that make me feel like, oh, oh my God, you know exactly what I'm going through. Like based upon what they're talking about. It just like makes people like super relatable. Um, I love that for myself as someone that consumes information And Mm -hmm. it's important for me as someone in the coaching mentorship influencer space for the people that listen to us, because people, we are middle-aged moms in the Midwest. We have kids kind of on different age groups because I have a 13 and 19 year old and you have, what are they? Seven and nine. nine? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, Tiffany's married and I'm divorced. And so like, we're just, we really are just normal people that are figuring yeah. it out day to day. Some days it's <laughs> three just steps doing forward, it. <laughs> three steps forward. And other days it's 24 steps back. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Chatting about it. So I think an appropriate title for this episode is um, the best decision that I wish that I had never made. Ooh, yum. Um, I need you to like say more right now. Actually, I need you to repeat that because there it, it is so big. Yeah. The best decision that I wish that I had never made. Mm. Because so 
what this is because yeah. it is so delicious. And the reason why I feel like that's an appropriate title is because I can sit in the middle, in like I can sit, put myself in the middle of a circle, if you will. And mm-hmm. I can see, like, I can turn around at a 360 degree turn and I can see all the sides to this. I can see why I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't make this decision. And I also can see and very really and authentically and rawly and tenderly feel, I kind of wish I hadn't made the decision, but I mm-hmm. also recognize that I wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't. So, yeah. So, um, a little more than a year ago, I made the decision to leave my full-time corporate job to step fully into my intuitive guidance, my intuitive coaching, like the, this whole spiritual into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a single mom. I am. So I am like the breadwinner of my household. I am what supports my household. It is just me. Yeah, The soul. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, a kid that like left for college, two kids that are very involved in athletics, left a relationship a long-term relationship where we lived with my partner at the time, um, left that relationship two years ago. Um, and when we lived together, like my expenses were nothing like they are now. So like, this was like a really big deal decision to leave my full-time corporate job mm-hmm. fully into my business. Um, yeah. And it's a year later and it's been a roller coaster. Um, and I have fully leaned into the decision, um, to step back into full-time, probably some sort of corporate work, because that's been my career. Like my whole adult career has been in a corporate Um, yeah, I'm going back to work. Um, not saying that I haven't been working for myself this whole time. Um, but it's just not sustainable. Yeah. Not right now, but yeah. So I, yeah, I was going to say, we've kind of, we've talked about like the whole, well, I've known you this whole year process. Um, and like, I kind of want to go back to the beginning when you, like, we were talking about it, like, oh, I might do this. And then, um, like the mindset that you were in when you made this choice, because I feel like to really grasp and understand, like, why, why would someone do this? Because that's a big choice. Like it's (laughs) a scary choice. And there's a lot of fear, a lot of unknowns, like, how am I going to like fully like embrace myself? And, and I don't think you like, you can always enjoy it because there is all that fear and like, not knowing what to do but like just kind of give us like the mindset of where you were when Mm -hmm. we when you were making this choice like last August yeah yeah um before I share that like one of the things I want to mention as we get started in talking about this is I'm a pretty open book like I'm pretty open on social media um I feel like I'm pretty open here and this has been something that I have been hesitant to be open about in a more public way not for reasons that people may think like along the way, when I've talked to people about making a different choice for myself and re-entering a full-time work for someone else role, 
a lot of times when I, when you talk to people with stuff like this, they're like, oh, are you apprehensive because of like feeling like you failed? Failure has, is, has never crossed my mind. I'm not afraid of failure. And that's absolutely not how I look at this. So it, it was never that. My reservations and my hesitation to show up in a more public forum and talk about this has more to do with I am a mentor and I am a coach. And I don't necessarily specifically, my niche isn't just business women. But I think you and I both can say, Tiffany, that like a third to half of my clients do have mm -hmm. some sort of either side gig that they do or do have entrepreneurial endeavors. So yeah. yep. I've been hesitant to talk about this because I want my story to be empowering, but I don't want it to be the reason someone doesn't lean into their dreams and their purpose and passion. Um, so, um, this is kind of like, listen to the whole podcast kind of thing. I have no idea where this is going to go. <laughs> um, listen to the whole podcast kind of thing and continue to follow along if you will because what did and didn't work for me doesn't necessarily apply for you what your circumstances are because Tiffany and I have talked about this a lot because she's married so if you know if you decide to leave your job Tiffany in my brain I'm like you have a whole nother in income to fall back on which is a fair statement but you mm -hmm. also are a family of four and I am a family of one and a half because I share custody with my kids 50, 50. And I have one that's an adult now and living in college and pretty much taking care of himself. So, um, it feels like you have to me, sometimes it feels like you have more of a safety net, but the more we've talked about this, that's not necessarily, it's, it might be the way it looks but we really are in the same boat. And I've actually had this yeah. conversation with another girlfriend of mine because she owns a spa in the community that I live in. Um, and she also has is married and has a spouse that like brings in full-time income. So, you know, it feels like, well, yeah, it's easier for you to make these decisions. But what's different for her in her entrepreneurial venture is she's got a brick and mortar and she has employees and the staff. And so- yeah, she has yeah. income, like their household has second income, but her overhead and her investment in her business looks very different than mine, who operates in a virtual space. You know what I mean? Like I, right. yep. yeah, yeah. You have yeah. internet that you're going to have. You have a computer that you've already mm -hmm. paid for. Right. Like it's a very minimal overhead um, that you're having. Right. Yeah. And like we like and, and in our conversations, like my worries are different than your worries too. Mm -hmm. Like I could I could probably quit my job if I didn't have to pay for insurance. Yeah. So like that that you it's it's like it depends on what you need. Like my husband has like health issues that we have to doctor with daily or monthly or you you know, like they come up a lot. And like, I know that there's going to be thousands of dollars that oh, like always every single year go out for this and we have to have decent health insurance. Right. Um. So like, 
it it looks different yeah in each person so like that's my story yeah brick and mortar friend or yours mm-hmm. and like yours is I'm a single mom I'm the sole provider which yeah they all are huge and they all are validated and I think that's what one of our biggest things was too is like validating every single story that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. and okay and validate like talking through them but not making any of them wrong right so it doesn't make like so when I take like you as my friend and business partner who also like has entrepreneurial visions for herself and then myself mm-hmm. and then like my other friend um all of our stories are real the way we feel about things are valid our circumstances are like valid they're all like very different and so like for any of us to make one's story like rank them by hierarchy like doesn't make sense because like yeah you have another income but you have this insurance component I my younger my kids are covered under their dad's insurance and then I picked up my insurance on marketplace and then just like selected for based upon like my health and what I can like afford to be covered in case of like an emergency but blah 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 anyways so Okay, so back to your question about like, <laughs> this is what's going to happen, twists and turns. Um, if I remember correctly, it was something like, how did I make the decision or what brought it out? Or yeah, what, right? like, where were you? Like, what were you sitting in? Because like, mm-hmm. as I remember, it was it was a hard place. And like, you were, you were sitting in the comfort, in my world, like, you know, we talk about like the comfort zone and that becomes uncomfortable. Mm. And I feel like you were sitting in a comfortable space for a while that became so uncomfortable. You had to do something. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I had started a job about three months before the pandemic in 2020 hit. So I was in a new job in the same company, but just new role. Um, barely have my feet wet in the department. Pandemic hits were like sent home and I was working in healthcare. So, um, Mm -hmm not with direct patient care. I was in a support role in a support department. So um, pandemic hits, I'm sent home. We survived through pandemic life, leave a relationship during all of that, move out. And so basically when we started to kind of return to um, less sheltering in place type lifestyle, the decision was made that um, my department was going to be worked from home so my position my position transitioned from work from home which was like my dream okay Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm an ambivert which is a cross between an introvert and an extrovert so like I like people in small doses I like I enjoy being around people um in small groups um I love being around like-minded people where we can like dive into conversations that basically are what happens in this podcast and just like blow each other's minds by talking about like crazy things, right? Like not crazy, crazy, but just have you ever thought of it this way? And people are like, oh my gosh, no. You just changed my reality. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, But I also, because I am an empath and because I do energy work and because energy is just my life, whether I'm actively doing it or not being around too many people for too long, like drains my energy. So working from home was phenomenal, but I have known for a long time that I'm, I'm made for more than working for someone else, working 
in, I'm going to say a lot of things that I'm going to like backtrack on here throughout this discussion, but I was made for more than like working in a corporate setting where there is just traditional job rules, right? Like you have to show up for work and punch in every Monday through Friday during these hours. And if you need days off, you need to like ask. I mean, the last position I was in were like phenomenal. And it really was like a figure your own shit out in your fine kind of deal. But you know, still like boss team, all that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. over the last five years, that stuff really made me feel super suffocated. And it's like, I knew I was meant for more. I was um, just exposed to people that were picking up on that and being like, you're made for more. What was happening for me in the corporate setting is I don't have a college degree. I graduated from high school and entered the workforce at a time in US history where half of the people that graduated from high school went off to college and half of us hit full-time work right out of the gates. And that was me. And that worked up until fairly recently. And now nobody cares about people like me that are extremely qualified because of the type of personality I have, my work ethic. I catch on to things quickly. I have been working in an office setting, um, in support roles since I was like 19 years old. So I have like 20, 30 years of experience, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I have all this experience, but I don't have the piece of paper. So what was happening to me in the corporate setting is there, everyone's like, go back to school. Like we, we want you in this role. You just need a degree. So go back to school. And it is asinine for me to spend as much money as it's going to take for me to get the pieces of paper to basically do the same amount of work that I was doing and not really be making that much more money and put myself in debt for years in my mid forties. Like that just, no, no. And it was like insulting. It was like insulting. So I was really starting to feel super suffocated in a traditional job, not even just the corporate setting. Cause there's plenty of other work to do outside of a corporate setting. Um, just in a traditional job. And so it just felt like bet on myself. <laughs> I mean, that's really like what it was. Um, there were lots of things synchronistically, spiritually, intuitively that just felt like do it in a way that I can't explain. And for anybody that's ever followed intuition, bet on themselves in any sort of capacity, follow your gut feelings. Like that's just the best way to describe it. Like it's hard to put words to it. What I will say was, is I did just, this really was on the heels of making the really difficult decision to leave a seven year marriage and like move out of the home that me and my kids were living in. And as I made that difficult decision, I was also leaning on my intuition and following my gut and really had fine-tuned my skills to understanding following the breadcrumbs, um, understanding synchronicities, understanding when things just like align in crazy ways. Cause that was like my whole experience. Once I made the decision that like, yes, I really care for this person and we've had an amazing life together, but we just are no longer a good fit for each other. Once I made that decision, every step I took to figure out like what I was going to do, are we going to buy? Are we going to rent? Like what's, what does this all look like? 
it almost felt Tiffany like I was being pulled along that journey as opposed to like active make um active decision making and walking myself through it does that make sense yeah like you got there and then there was just like something kind of sitting there and you're like oh well let's let's look at that and yeah 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 you didn't have to try hard like it wasn't a try it was just a do yeah. and like, like things just like just resources became available like people became available I thought I would want one like I would have two options and it was like the I mean the doors would just bust wide open and bright angel angelic spotlight would shine on <laughs> one option and the other one would be all wonky and not work out and people wouldn't call me back and so it just made everything very easy and there were elements of that same type of stuff happening with the decision for me to leave my job. And it was getting to the point where I had a f- over a four to six week period towards the end. There was a four to six week period towards the end, not like necessary end of me leaving the job, but when I'm like, oh, I think I'm really going to do this where I for a good chunk of that four to six weeks spent most days at my desk crying because mm-hmm. it was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I just felt like what I was doing in my job, like didn't matter. And I didn't have enough to do. And my department was like trying to figure stuff out for me, but there was just so much transitioning happening. And so my days were like not fulfilling and I I don't know. So I just decided to like jump. And then in that period, we're like, I had probably about two weeks when I was like, I'm doing this before I actually told my boss. Um, And everything from like, actually being like, even though I hadn't told my boss yet, but like actively made had made the decision until I left, like, I just felt so good. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't ever scared or worried. I just was like, this is all just going to work out. Like, this is just more of the same. So yeah. Um, it's like, it did work out, but it didn't see. And all like just knowing you when you were in that space, it was so low. Like it was just sad and like Mm -hmm. emptiness and like what I've seen like the the transformation that you have made is like you got to make all your choices and the the choices you got to make were in self-love like self-love as I'm gonna sit and like watch tv and hang out in my room and like just care about what I need to do because for so long, like, I just think about, about it. Like we are like run ragged and Mm. I don't care where you were through COVID. Yeah. You could be working from home and thinking that was going to be the, it wore you out. Like everything through that whole entire year was just, it was stressfully uncertain. You didn't know, like you could have been home and still been like, it could be worse than when you were actually going to school or going to work or going wherever. Yeah. Um, but like giving yourself the time um, to unwind. And I feel like the unwinding time was, was a, a lengthy one. Like just like yeah. 
for sure. Figuring out like what what is it you really want to do? Yes, like you like you had a idea, a platform of what you want to do, but it was more just breathing. Yeah, and breathing the way you want to breathe, not breathing the way you were told to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because well, I guess like I might as well just like, I mean, this isn't a whole lot, but I might as well just put it all out there. But <laughs> so I left a relationship, and then a year later, I left my job. I was still very much in a like healing, growing, recovering from leaving that relationship phase when I left the job. Um, Mm -hmm. There were, like I said, it wasn't a terrible relationship or anything like that. We just weren't good for each other, but he moved on very quickly after me and the boys left and um, like just a few weeks. And that was devastating. And Mm -hmm. because he didn't, I'm when I say I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, I'm I, do, there's some assumptions going on here, um, but I don't think I'm making this up to make myself feel better. I just think he didn't know how to navigate it and still keep my kids in his life. And so it was just kind of like we just went cold turkey, which was necessary for him and I, but it made me really sad for my kids. Mm-hmm. So I would say I spent the first, because I left in August. So basically this time of year last year. And I basically spent the rest of 2021, um, not, I was like a professional TV binge watcher. Like that's most of what I did. I mean, I was like doing clients and service and like kind of playing around with like what continuing to grow into my gifts and abilities and understanding what sessions with me looks like and what do I want to do and don't I want to do and how do I offer things and like definitely playing around with that like a lot. Um, but that was, that was definitely, I don't even know if I could call it part-time work. And it wasn't because I wasn't necessarily putting the effort in. Um, I was just a new business, you know, and, and we also do very unconventional, untraditional things. You know what I mean? So, um, for as much as people are into intuitive guidance and like working with psychics and mediums and stuff like that, I don't do traditional psychic mediumship type reading work. Can I connect with departed loved ones? Yes. Can I tell you if you should leave the relationship, leave the job, what's going to happen here? Like, yes, but that's not what I choose to do. I am Mm -hmm. more like, I want to empower you to be able to to understand and make those decisions for yourself. And I want to use my gifts and my abilities and my connection with spirit and my energy to give us a little bit of a leg up and a few steps ahead on the path. But ultimately I want it to be your decision, right? So to be putting yourself out there and then having people think that like you do one thing and it's not really what I do. It was just a whole thing. So I basically spent the rest of last year, like just sitting by myself in my apartment a lot watching tv listening to audibles and podcasts and stuff like that um by myself all the time and really learning to love and accept the parts and pieces of me that were judged for being like that my whole life because I do tend to be a homebody and I love tv and I love reality tv the trashier the better (laughs) (laughs) um like 
Jersey Shore is my favorite. The Real Housewives are my favorite. Like TLC is just like not disgusting this, but um, um, diverse um, like ninety day stuff is like my favorite, right? <laughs> um, because it's like it it's just like an escape from like my real life. Not like I needed to escape it, but it was just I don't know. It's how I reset my energy. I don't know how to explain it. So yeah. But for, but people that do that are lazy and that has been the story of my whole entire life. And so on top of just allowing my space, myself the space to heal from this relationship I had just left and really do some like continued like healing and self-discovery and understanding from previous relationships and from the last job I have was not a toxic work environment, but the job that I had had prior to that was, and there was like a lot of stuff to heal from from that and so all of those things um so initially I would sit and do that and then judge myself for it and it was it was just this weird space but also the whole time was growing as a person if you will and also my gifts and abilities were growing so I was better understanding things and I was meeting other mentors in the spiritual arena and meeting other practitioners and growing my exposure, if you will. Mm -hmm. So that was like a good three to six months of that endeavor with not a lot of income coming in. Like, honestly, my dog is barking. I don't know if you can hear it, Tiffany. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I didn't have a lot. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of income coming in. So basically the last 12 months have me been living in fear every day of when is the next big thing going to happen in my life that's going to bleed the bank account dry and I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. That's like been the last like 12 to 14 months of my life. Yeah. And yeah, but but you've also been able to sit in it and oh yeah like, I've sat in it mm-hmm. it's been like I said I cannot define it any better than the best worst not worst decision the best decision that I wish I had never made because I've learned so much about myself I have become so resilient um I have learned how to face fears and worries, um, understand them, become like a um, super sleuth, if you will, on like what's coming (laughs) up and why, um, which makes me a better coach and a better mentor and a better mom and a better friend um, and just a better human in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, I am ready to get my life back because I don't want to sit and worry anymore there are things that part of like having your own business especially kind of business we have right I don't have a brick and mortar and I don't have a team I don't have employees so I don't have other people other than myself and my family to like worry about if you will um one of the things that what I do and how I do it affords me the luxury of is I can work from anywhere. Like I just need internet, a webcam, a computer, and arguably even my, just my phone and not even a computer. Yeah. Right. 
and I can do sessions with people. But I haven't been able to afford to do the things that really made me excited to step into this, this chapter of life and this decision. Because I was like, I love Chicago and it's not that far from where we live. And so it was like my dream to like be able to go um for long like weekends on the days that I didn't have my kids and go to Chicago. I'm like, I'm going to work from Chicago. I'm going to work from my hotel room. Or like I had a girlfriend that like rented um a Verbo in Florida, like over the winter for two months, I think it was. And she's like, come, come for a while. All you have to do is pay for the airfare and like some food when you're here and that's it. And I didn't even do that because I couldn't, like, I felt like I couldn't, people would argue that I could, but, um, it didn't feel like the, the smart I'm using air quotes, um, financial decision. And so the things that I was really looking forward to are things that I haven't been able to do. I've either allowed fear to stop me from doing them, or it really just has been the truth of my circumstances. Right. Yeah. I I also want to just put in that, like, the amount of self-confidence and self-love that you have gained mm. over this year is so big. It is, I mean... I feel like you could walk into a situation and be like, this is, I'm Melissa. This is me. Like, I don't really care what you think. Like Mm. I will be, I will be, um, understanding of your situation and your thoughts, but I'm not going to change and adapt myself to your conditioning. And honestly, I feel like that is like one of the major things that have come in like, so front and center stage, Mm -hmm. like become you um and I don't think that that could have happened in a different space because you had to sit in your yeah. everything and like you loved you you liked people before but now like you love yourself you don't need yeah. that external valid- validation mm-hmm. to be to be you to be loved to, yes. to do and be um and when I see that I just you had to go through everything that you went through was there for a reason and you had to like learn yourself all over again like who is Melissa without a relationship who is Melissa as a mom who is Melissa without her kids like who are you yeah and and being okay with it like I love that you now are okay with yeah that's what I do I watch tv yeah and I I am unapologetic about it because that's like the the thing is like the light bulb came on that is how I re um, energize myself like that is what you do right and it is okay and also like who made up the rule that those that means like you're like a lazy unmotivated person who made up that rule like who made up that Mm -hmm. rule that doesn't necessarily mean anything because the reality of it is I can have a very full day you and I can record an episode of the podcast uh I can have a session or maybe two with the client and then I can do social media content planning for the rest of the week and only work four hours that leaves a lot of the rest of my day and then because Mm -hmm. I plan my social media for the week that means the like rest of the days of the 
of the week that's just like copy paste post kind of deal so like one of the things that I have learned with air quotes because it's more of like a realization and it is I think it will kind of always be a practice but I continue to like lean as far into it as I I can is like my nervous system will allow some days is Mm -hmm. we don't have to work hard for our money that is a belief that is a belief system that is very ingrained in us as human beings it is a belief system that is very ingrained in us as Americans because we're like a newer country and we are like this country is founded on blood sweat tears and hard work right so there's that and then we also because we live in America our families our like lineage is immigrants that like you know what I mean so like hard work is so having to work hard for the things that you want having building a business be hard and take a long time is a belief system and it is one that I am actively trying to unlearn and create yes. new belief systems around because that actually it your reality is whatever you believe it to be. Um, so if mm, I just want to work, say that again, because <laughs> like your reality, oh. well, and some of it's easy and to untangle, and some of it is a lot is is more complicated. Yeah, our realities. Now I don't even remember what I said is what we believe it to be oh our reality yeah our realities are what we believe it to be so like a really um simple relatable because it's still recent example is some people during the pandemic like the height of it right like that 18 month period where it was super intense some people's experiences were very intense and very sad and like very intense that was not my experience and that was a not a lot of the experience of others like I was very well taken care of in life and actually had that period of time was not difficult for me. So like, it doesn't mean what happened for some people didn't really happen. And all the things that happened and the way they felt about it didn't happen. And the same for mine. It's just our beliefs build our reality. If you think things right. have to be hard and difficult, they are going to be hard and difficult. Um. Yeah, that's like a whole nother rabbit hole podcast. So, um, I don't know. I want to, yeah. So I want to go in because, like, as you were saying, like, your time that you spent, like, you could only you could work for four hours and have like your day done. It was the same in my world because for a while I was homeschooling my my um oldest, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's at school for eight hours a day. Like, I have to like come up with things and what it was is they're like if you work for two hours you will get all your stuff done and then you know like you can add in a few things here and there and I had it was really hard for me because one of my kids went to school and my other one stayed home so it was like am I not giving him enough like we went through all of this Mm. stuff like we went through the core curriculum but when they go to school it's all about like you know the interactions and like you you I don't there's a lot of like I don't, I, I want to say fluffiness, but I do not mean it in fluffiness, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of other activities that are happening in there that they're like, it's okay. Like, it's okay not to feel bad. It's okay to work those few hours and then go take them for a walk because that is okay. You know, like yeah. we went through and we'd be like, oh, there's a tree. Oh, how do you spell tree? And, and we, we got a lot of it in that way, but we also got the walk. We got the connection. We got all of that 
that gives it. So if you're looking at it as like a homeschooling or a home business, like, and it does like, we could have a day where we worked extra so that we could have a fun day to go do something. And that is the freedom that you're looking for too. That is like the, and obviously you're going to work and it's going to be, there's just going to be things that you don't want to do that you have to do that. Take your time. Right. But but yeah, yeah. It's also it's we are not a like I am not, we are not alone in like this whole like I don't want to do life this way anymore. We are literally watching the employee employer. We are watching the workforce. We are watching the like economy. We are watching ever like the structure, the infrastructure crumble because people are tired of busting their hump and not actually living and thriving in, in their lives. Right. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous that we spend more time working than we do with our own family, with our own, like the people we choose to be around our friends doing the things one, doing the things we want to do Two, do we even understand what we love and what we, where else we want to be spending our time. Right. That's why these things like the great resignation where people like you, people are leaving their jobs in droves and like there's the people, the workforce looks different now, right? That there's a reason why that is happening. And the whole concept of quiet quitting. Have you heard of this? No, I haven't quiet, heard any of that. Quiet just really quickly. Cause this is another rabbit hole. The concept of quiet quitting is I'm hired to do a job and I'm hired to work eight hours a day. That's my job. Eight hour day. Monday through Friday. But over time, your employer is like, oh, a little extra 30 minutes here, a little extra hour there. And then pretty soon, six months, one year, five years down the road, you're not working 40 hours a week anymore. You're working 50, you're working 60. If you're getting paid hourly, sure, you're getting overtime for it, but you go home and you're like burnt out and the government takes a big chunk of that overtime money. And it's hard for you to get time off or feel like you can leave be away from your job. So like the extra money you're making doesn't even really go for like vacations or rest and recharge time. Right. So mm -hmm. the concept of this quiet quitting is, and it's really being, we're in a season of it happening right now. And it, I would say these younger generations are kind of the driving force behind it because they are, um, I will be here for my eight hours and I will work my 40 hours and I will do no more. I will work hard. I will get the work that you asked me to get done, but I will not go above and beyond anymore. And there's this big divide because some people don't agree with that. Some people are like, oh, the younger kids nowadays don't work like we used to. And I completely disagree with that. Like, I think that they're like, no, the life I have outside of this is more important to me. My mental well-being, my physical well-being, my energetic well-being is more important to me. So I... When I am here, I will give you best effort, but do not expect me to work outside the scope of my job, work more hours, like whatever it may be. Yeah. See, and when you said that it like before it hit me in a different space, cause I'm like, and I think it was in a space of like, I worked hard, like, of course, like that's what you do, you know? And then now that I'm thinking of it, it's like, oh, it's, it, it it's not lazy, it's not lazy at all. Like you're going to, you're getting paid to do what you do, but, and, and there, there are people that don't show up and like do all the things that right. make it look bad. But if that's all we were doing, like, 
I don't, I think it's great because I don't want to do that anymore. I think about when I had my job um, and I, man, we'd come home and just be exhausted and like be zombies for the night with our kids. And then like, I had small kids, so it was just, oh, just exhausting. Yeah. Like, I look back at that time and it was not enjoyable. It was awful. Really. It was it, like a lot of times I can just say it was just, it was exhausting and I was so yeah. tired and I was miserable and like my family could see how miserable I was. And like, it was, it wasn't okay. So like when I lost my job, it was, it was the best thing that ever happened to me and like opened up doors that I never knew were there yeah. for me. And like, I could take pay cuts and like, be fine. Oh my God, my life is better. Like, so like, just having your life be better is, is, oh, it's a breath of fresh air. There's like, just, yeah. Yeah. Like we're oh. here to like live and experience life on our terms. And like when we are so immersed in a, in jobs, it's like, you can't do that. But it's also like, what, ch- what choice do people have? Like, and that's like part of it. I would love to be able to continue to just 100% work for myself and create my own hours and like whatever. And like the reality is, is I am a human being living a human experience in the United States of America in 2022. And it requires me to get a heavier on the part-time to full-time job to be able to do that. Like, that's just the reality of my life right now. And maybe it'll change in a year or two. I don't, I don't know. Like I, maybe I can revisit it, but no, I had a very similar experience. I worked a few years ago, I worked in a job where I would come in early and then I'd have to get my kids. So I would get my kids at like 4 35 o'clock and I'd like run through a drive through and pick up food for them. And sometimes I would walk them in the house and get their food set up and like do a few things. Other times I would like roll into the driveway and like tell them to scurry out. And then I would go back to work and work until like eight o'clock at night. And I did that, did that, did that, did that, did that. And then they eliminated my position. Mm-hmm. And nobody cared about all that stuff. And everything that I had worked on while I was in that position stopped and went away and didn't. So not only was it like, not only are you replaceable, but all everything you were doing doesn't matter anymore. And that was definitely a wake up call. So like, am I a hard working yeah. employee in my own business or for somebody else? 1000%, but I will never give that much to a job again, ever. No, yeah, because it didn't I, matter. I, and it like, it damaged my relationship with my, like just the relationship I was in. Things were like, I was like stressed and strained with my kids. Like that's when I was really putting weight on because I was like stressed and I wasn't eating well and blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a rabbit hole. So this whole quiet so like- quitting is called that because if I am working the person with my overtime hours of a person and a half when I'm like nope I'm not doing 55 hours anymore I'm just doing 40 it's what happens is if you and I both are doing that and we are like nope 40 hours is all I'm doing it's like they've lost a whole employee when that happens so that's right I'll term that anyways yes yeah there's there's so much to be said about like happiness over money and not like over money but like just happy like being happy and understanding when you are happy <laughs> and mm-hmm. and sometimes it's it's having the like like I explain it as like you know it, it hit me in the face like I couldn't mm-hmm. make that choice for myself it had to be made for me and oh my god was it hard 
-hmm. Yes, it was painful. Yes, did, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me and my family. And, mm -hmm. and we learned a lot from it. So, yeah. yeah. And like when I went back to, so I was off for a good year. Um, and that it was, it was perfect. Cause that was like over COVID. So I got to stay home with my kids and, and, um, take care of them while my husband was still working. And we, we did all that. But when I went back, I went back for a job that fit our family. Did it have mm. the, the, it fit my, like I work at the school that my kids go to school at, like I yeah. work with them. I take them. I'm off when they're off. Like, yeah. Did it, was it like the financially the best choice? Absolutely not. Was it our, um, family's best choice by far didn't know my life could get much better than that one of the things a job like that yeah one of the things um that I say to people when like they ask I'm looking for another job I interviewed I'm really excited but they're saying that I'm gonna have to work more hours so like you know maybe it's like a promotion and it's gonna require five to 10 more hours a week. What do you think? Should I do it? I totally lost my train of thought here. <laughs> oh, or do I stay where I'm at? Or do I stay where I'm at and not take the promotion? Or I've seen some people be like, I'm feeling really burnt out and this job seems perfect for me and the hours are accommodating, but it's less pay, right? The example that I give people is for those of us that have kiddos or have ever upgraded our home. So like went from our starter home or an apartment to like a bigger home. Those two things mean more expense in your life. Having kids means more expense, especially when they're little, because it's like formula, baby food, diapers, and daycare, right? Although I would argue yeah. that every phase is expensive because when my kids got out of that, but then started in sports, it was just a wash. But um, <laughs> same with the new home. The reality of it is, is you just figure out a way to make it work. And it, it generally speaking, it does. If you sit and stare at it on paper, you don't know how it's going to work, but then you just start living it. And it's like, fine. You just like find ways to adjust sometimes very intentionally. Like I'm going to not have the gym membership. We're not going to have these streaming services, like whatever it may be very intentional. And there are other things that just like shake and sort themselves out. And I like to believe that those things are like little gifts from the universe because mm -hmm. money isn't real. It's just an exchange of energy. And when you're doing the right, I'm using air quotes here with the right thing, but the thing that's like highest alignment allows you to like live in the most joy and, and happiness. When you are living like that, you get these little gifts from the universe. And in my experience, I know this sounds like woo woo and cray, but in my experience, what it is, is you survive. And if you crunch the numbers on paper, um, you don't know how you're surviving, but it's just working. And it's because the universe is like bending time and money to like make it happen for you. I know that sounds super woo for people, but that is a, been a big part of the experience of the last year of me living fully in my business and not having a traditional corporate job. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's, you said that multiple times, like, I don't know, this shouldn't be working it shouldn't be working like how, it, how is. it is. I don't know, but yeah. we, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say, okay, well, like time like eludes me so much lately. 
one, just because I work for myself. So schedules are weird, but also time is very weird lately. I would say probably for the last six months, it's really been feeling for me like this isn't working out the way that I had hoped and intended. And it feels like I'm living in a pressure cooker and maybe I need to get a job, go back and get a job. And up until very recently, every time that discussion and like Tiffany, you can attest to this every time that feeling would bubble and discussion would be had with, because it's always been like a very tender discussion, sacred topic for me. So I am mindful about who I share it with. Um, Every time it comes up, it would send me into a panic. Like I would become not functional for a few days sometimes because the thought of, again, it had nothing to do with like failure. It was, I want to live my life a certain way. I think the, I think there are some rules that come with having a job that like at that time I didn't want to have to do. Like I want, I want freedom and this in a traditional jobs means I don't have the freedom and working for myself means that I do have the freedom. And, um, yeah, I would get very down and low and upset and hopeless. And it's just been within the last three or four weeks where I don't look at it that way anymore. And the way I look at it is getting a job. I actually get my life back. And the thought of like a structure and like set hours and me like working and then receiving something for it makes me happy and excited. And now I see that is how I get freedom because what I have been able to by growing and evolving and transforming and healing and shifting beliefs is what I realize now is I wanted to be able to travel and I wanted to be able to like my son plays baseball in college and he's going to pay play games like out of town and like, Ooh, the idea of me being able to travel to some of these places and like watch him play and blah, blah, blah. I wanted to be able to do that. And I can't do that now because I don't have the financial security and safety to be able to do that. So I'm not doing those things anyway, you know? Yeah. But like doing this, you can, you can do both though. Like you could yes. still have the time to do your business. And I mean, it's going to be less and hopefully you'll have that time then four hours, you know, to do your, your posts and get all that done and then like juggle it, but in like a, a healthy, healthy way, a healthy yes. balance. I am that a- your body is also able yeah. to control and your nervous system is mm-hmm. happy with. I am a different person, legit different person than I was a year ago when I made the decision to leave because last year, this time, all the time in the world to sit and do nothing for days upon days. Cause I go for five day stretches without my kids and I wasn't depressed. Like this is the other thing I like want to stress. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't like a recluse or anything and like hurting. It wasn't that it was just. I just had a lot of recovery to do, like a lot of healing and all that sort of thing. And so I like five days of just binge watching like sex in the city and like (laughs) Outlander and all my reality shows um, was glorious. And now this year doing like the, like doing that bores me to tears. 
like when you went back to work and our schedule together changed and it was like the first week of you being back to work, I was like, what am I going to do? And the thought of it, like I wanted to like poke my eyeballs out with like a dull stick. Oh, and so that was like part of when I was like, oh, there's something different here. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm excited about it. Like, what does this mean? And it like made me curious and stuff like that. But um, I used to want a few hours a day for work and lots of space to do whatever I wanted. And now I would prefer to have it be a little bit more quote unquote balanced. Yes. See, but I feel like that's healing and yeah, that's for like sure you're that that's all healing and without taking the year to do it like oh, most of us we don't like I took three months of healing because that's what school summer is you know so but to do the three months was like a super healing thing for me um but with everything that you were going through your body needed a lot because mm-hmm. it was it was in the it was in that fight or flight response for quite a while and to give you your time and to really listen to your body and go through the um the inner listening to yourself over and over and over again and then changing that story and adapting and become finding your power and like the whole thing is just it's amazing i am realizing I think part of it is happening in real time here. What I am realizing is the last year has been an opportunity that most people don't get. And I recognize mm-hmm. that like, this is like my privilege shining like a bright freaking star. And I get that. But I, the last year has been me healing from like a lot of what's happened in my life. And mm-hmm. because it's energy work that I do and I expose myself to, I'm also a healing ancestral and generational things that then are having a ripple effect or whatever. Like I was in a emotionally abusive marriage with a narcissist alcoholic, and there was a lot of recovery for that. I had a long-term relationship and, and in that relationship, I just always felt like I didn't matter. And like, I was disposable. And then I left. And then like within a few weeks, he was dating somebody else. And so in my brain for a long time, that validated what I was worried about for seven years. And those insecurities definitely were a lead, like almost like a third party in our relationship because it was, and so then to have that validated. So there was lots of healing there. I worked in a very toxic work environment for a while um, and had grew some very solid relationships during that time that then all fell apart. And there was all of that. Um, The mother wound stuff, I don't think will ever, (laughs) like my relationship (laughs) with my, my mom and like that's like something um yeah like I got to hit all of these things and I feel like now thinking about it when you started going through things things would happen so you had to deal with them like you wanted to deal with like you were doing something like even with just our podcast or like starting up our thing things would happen and you're like Oh, well, now I have to deal with this stuff yeah. that you probably wouldn't have dealt with before, or um, you would have just like kind of, you know, sweeped it under the rug. Like you dealt with it, you went and did the shadow work, and yeah, and now it's 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 clear. Like it's not even yeah. always muddy, it's it's clear. Like yeah. you know your boundaries, you know who you are, where mm-hmm. you're going. 
and going back to work is just like that's just going to like help you become who you want to be and then and then you can do your business because you're not in it as a oh my god this has to work now you'll be like yeah work whenever it wants to and I'm going to be open to what's coming and how it's going to come and Mm -hmm. and you your expectations of it are going to be less yeah and it's it's going to and it's going to feel so good so like two things on that if you had told me even just a month ago because this is all like pretty new if you had told me a month ago that I would say me taking my power back is going and getting a full-time job again I would have been like I say what future me (laughs) says what no because four to six weeks ago getting a full-time job was me giving my power away and I can stand right now in this moment and tell you that that decision actually is giving me my power back it gives me my life back it gives me choices back it gives me security back it actually is going to give me so much space back in my life that I didn't think for the longest time it was going to because I was going to be filling my week for probably 40 hours a week plus right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and now I see that I'm just a different person so I look at things differently this is what I'm explaining is literally what I mean when I said our reality is based upon our beliefs because six weeks ago I believed that a full-time job is me not having any space and not having any freedom and what I'm telling you today is that that is absolutely what it's going to do to me so this like I am a living real-time example of the difference of shifting beliefs healing wounds trauma releasing unprocessed emotions like really diving deep and understanding yourself like no longer rejecting and disowning and disassociating from the parts and pieces of us that like we think need to stay hidden in the shadows and be forgotten like literally like this is like what it is and so the other thing I wanted to mention then too is also what I've realized is of course my business was not going to grow in the last 12 to 14 months for two reasons I've realized that that space was meant for me to become this version of myself and to heal all of that stuff heal release shift all of that right to be able to cocoon and butterfly into the version of myself that I am today that's really Mm -hmm. what it was meant for not to grow my business and I realized that um but with that said the amount of pressure that I was putting my business under because I've said this I don't know if I said it on the podcast but I say this all the time our business we are for those of us that are entrepreneurs of entrepreneurial ventures, whether it's a full-time thing, whether it's multiple full-time things, or it's just some sort of side thing for like fun money, shopping money, or something you're working towards. We are not our businesses. They are a completely separate energetic entity than, than us. Think of it as another person that you are in partnership with, okay? The amount of pressure I was putting my business under because it had to, everything I did, had to do something to the best ultimate extreme in order for me to like survive and thrive in my day-to-day life. Like does my, my kid 
need like it's a weekend with my kids I need to buy groceries and I have another kid that needs like new cleats for baseball whatever I offer I have available better do well or I don't know how I'm going to feed them and I can't get the cleats like that's of course it wasn't going to grow and thrive that is energetically success that is not the energetic match of growth if you will yeah it is of abundance Mm -hmm. absolute opposite and so I'm excited at me getting my life back being able to do the things like I'm already planning my sister-in-law and I are already planning to go to the big 10 Ben's basketball tournament this March because it's in Chicago like I'm excited (laughs) at the thought of being able to do that because I wouldn't be able to if I don't if I didn't do this right um and my business will have the potential I'm creating the space for it to have potential to be successful in the ways that I want it to be because it's not going to be pressure right that's exactly it it was starting to not be pressure out of it yeah yeah. Like when I would get in the moment, like actually get with the client and actually be working on a service, it would be fun. But everything leading up to that, and then the moment I'm done, it wasn't fun. And that isn't an yeah. energetic match to like what I was trying to do. I am so excited for this change. So, <clears throat> excuse me. What would, so when you were saying like it is the, best worst decision you ever made Mm -hmm. so we can we're kind of I feel like we kind of went over both like the best is obviously like where you're at right now the growth it was it was hard to go through the long process but where are you like when you're let's put it all together Mm -hmm. or is that even a thing that you can I don't even know if I can do it honestly now I've had a lot of difficult seasons in life And I wouldn't go back and change any of them, right? Like I had a very unhealthy marriage. Would I go back and do any of that over again differently? Maybe little moments in time, but the whole big picture, no, I have two children. The same goes for like my last relationship. Like it didn't end the way that I had intended for so long it was going to, but we had a really fun life. And as a partner, like he opened me up to like, he was always game for like whatever I wanted to do. And he like opened me up to like experiences that I hadn't had in like in my marriage and like the relationship that I had before him. And so I wouldn't go back and like do any of those things over again, this included. Um, I'm a different person as a result, but it's been an intense 12 months. Yeah. And it kind of makes me sad that for all the freedom that I had, I had one trip out of town for a weekend that I didn't really enjoy because I just was, it's like I was constantly carrying a backpack of worry and fear. Mm -hmm. Like if I, if I do this thing and I enjoy this thing, and spend the money on this thing, then like, where's going to be like, I'm for sure I'm going to be punished for this. There's going to be some sort of financial consequence for this somewhere down the line. And a lot of that is belief bullshit, right? Based upon my beliefs, it's a story I was telling myself. But then there also is like, this is like the paradox of being a human in a human experience. But 
But there was absolute truth to that. Because if you're in downtown Chicago eating at a high four and four or five star restaurant and a single person by themselves is spending $100 on a meal and you don't know if your next offer is going to bring in money to help pay for things, that $100 is going to come back and bite me. That was a reality. But it was also a belief I was telling myself. Mm -hmm. And that's the paradox of the human experience because anything we want, the second we like decide in our head that this is the thing we want becomes available to us, but we're also humans living a human experience. And there's there's layers between I dream it and it's mine and like it becoming a tangible reality. Yeah. And you know, the other thing is, is I can't even remember where I was just listening to it though, where like, if you want something, there has to be a a negative reaction to it. Like, oh my gosh, I spent this money. So obviously something bad is going to happen to it. So why can't you spend the money and also have good? Mm-hmm. And I'm right. not doing it justice. Cause like, I, I'm trying to even like wrap my brain around where I heard it, but it was like, why does there always have to be a, but to it? Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. it is like, enjoy it. It's here. There doesn't, it's only because we are yes. saying, oh, but now this is going to happen. And then we make that the reality where we could say like, this is going to happen and is I can actually enjoy it and move forward. And there isn't going to be a negative, but, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be able to do this again because you have it. Yeah. I'm not doing that justice. And I wish no, I-, I know like exactly what you mean, which it's exactly, it's like, it's, it's, it's the paradox of our perception of what is happening and the reality of what is happening. It's the paradox. And we, we have a choice in how we react and we, we respond to it. It's a process though, right? Cause things happen and we have this emotion and that I do think I'd be interested on in your thought on this. I do think we can start to retrain and relearn so that the way our body and our nervous system and our our ego's experiences make us react, like those knee-jerk emotions to things, I do mm-hmm. think over time, you can kind of shift it so they aren't as intense or they don't happen at all and there isn't that intensity. But ultimately, oh, there I are things... That. Right. There are things that like happen to us, whether it's the uh, external world or just the way our body and our egos are when our human brain are reacting and responding to things. But I do think that um, what happens from that instantaneous moment, the rest is, is ours to create the experience. Yes. It's not always that simple. It's It's not always that black and white. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like it's all about free will and how we move forward. And, and it's also like majority of it is a subconscious thought that we are going to move and like, processing is subconsciously happening and then we're like we're moving on it physically yeah Mm -hmm. so I don't I guess like what would be as a coach and mentor like what would be my advice to people and I guess it is like always bet on yourself always Mm -hmm. like always bet on yourself you bet on yourself that whole entire time and you were never like in a, besides like your you doing it in your head you were never in in danger correct because like here's yeah. like this is like part of like how the what if scenario game like played out because i've played this many times in my head so like 
okay, things don't happen and I don't have money to pay rent. Is that real? Is it really rent is due today and I have no alternatives? No, there is, there are alternatives. Are the, they mm-hmm. are the ideal? Are they the ideal alternatives? Do I want to have to call my friend Tiffany and be like, can you guys float me money for my rent until I figure this out? Like, no. Mm-hmm. And like, not saying that you would say yes, but you get what I'm saying. Like there are, right. al- there are alternatives. Are they easy both in achieving them and asking for them? Like, no, but that's like one of the things that I, I've learned to face my fear. I'm not saying that like, cause here's the reality, Tiffany, like in a human experience, we are always going to have fear. It's always yep. going to be there. So it's what we do learn with it. for it. Like make it a friend, like make it mm-hmm. so that like, it's not the ruler of everything and that it's there as an advisor and it isn't there being the dictator. Kind of like our ego mm-hmm. <laughs> because the ego is making the fear. The ego is making the fear of whatever is going to be happening, right? Yeah. So fear is just your ego's perception of what's going on and at its time, letting it tell you like, yeah, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. And then still moving forward, moving forward from fear is courage. We have to have courage to move forward. And every, I don't care who you are you've had fear to move forward to become this better person. You couldn't be this person if you didn't move through this fear and have the courage to continue doing it for almost like a a year and a year and a month now. Mm -hmm. Like that's huge. And you didn't like, nope, can't do this. Like you didn't pull that red flag. I don't even feel like you're pulling the white flag now. You're just like, I'm at peace with myself. Like I feel like this is the, I'm at peace with myself. And now I know who I am and now I'm ready to like, you have actually have had like an energetical, like every time we get on, it's like, it's not, it's not the same. You are no. not the same person. Um, yeah, it's calm. No. You're a calm person now. Like, yeah, like how many times before, did I, like, yeah. And like when, it, when it's come to this topic, like how many times did like, I send you like voice clips or like we would hop on a call and I would be like hysterical and crying. And like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And this would be the worst thing ever. And I'm going to hate my life. And like all these like terrible, mm-hmm. what if scenarios and do they still live and take up space in my brain? Absolutely. But it's much, I see them more as like a neutral observer and can very quickly be like, yeah, you have a two-year-old dog who has always had you working from home. And there's a chance that your, whatever job that I find is going to require me to not work from home. And my dog is going to have to make an adjustment, but it's going to be fine mm-hmm. because like, I just sent her to daycare two days a week then, or something like, do you know what I mean? Like there's like, it's easier for, it's just, yeah, and I will have to start easier. We, you will like, I probably will have to like, listen to this podcast episode myself when the next scary thing in my life happens, because that's what happens, right? We persevere and we build resilience from the last big scary thing that happens. And when the next big scary thing happens, we forget that we are (laughs) strong, badass people (laughs) and we are goddesses and like we uh, like we can handle this like we totally lose sight of that and we like 
revert back to these tiny teeny little like infant toddler like versions of ourselves and think we can't handle life and like I don't think that's going to happen to you though. I don't. I think you're going to maybe revert back to this position. I don't think you're going to revert mm. back to old Melissa a year and a half yeah. ago. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you'll probably like revert back to this because you're going to continue growing as you move. Like, that is that's such what you're going a to good do. point. That's your intent is to continue. So you're going to yeah. continue growing. Your reversion back might be to this place. But it won't be like the place I was at a year ago. Such a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing that's been interesting to me, I would love your like take on this. And I hope I haven't like, you haven't heard me speak about it enough so that if like you had an, like an opposite, like an opposing perspective on it, like you can't remember it. But one of the things that's been interesting is I still haven't shared this like with a ton of people, but as I do, one of the things that I say is I'm giving up, I'm giving up. And people's responses are like, oh, it's not giving up. You're not giving up. And they like clamor to me with this like, you rah, rah, cheerleader, pep rally thing, change your language, change your language. And I just like chuckle because I'm like, why are you assuming that that means that like, I'm surrendering my reign and my power with that? Like, I don't. I say that in a way where I don't need someone to give me a pep talk. I don't want somebody to talk me out of it because I'm not giving my power away. When I say I chose, I made a decision for myself a year ago and I'm, I'm giving up on it. I'm surrendering to it. I'm putting up the white flag and being like, just kidding. This isn't the experience I want for myself anymore. So I just, Mm. I, it's been interesting for me to like have people be like, basically don't use that language. And then but why it's triggering for you clearly maybe you need to look at why this is triggering I don't know like I just am curious on like what your take is on that so my take on that is we change our mind every day so why can't you after a year change your mind yeah you could have like that's okay so when you said it at first like my first natural instinct is to rah 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 you just because like I don't want you to feel I don't know that's just like who it was like that's what I'm going to I'm going to try to make you feel better because like Mm. if you're in that space and if that that what you need then I'm going to do that but like knowing you I'm like well I'm going to shut up because that's not what she wants and if I do that like that (laughs) is definitely a trigger and then it's just going to be like well no that's not really what I meant and we're going to go down this like rabbit hole of why you don't need that so like what I'm going to tell you is like we speak about this all the time we can change our mind in a minute we can change our mind in a day we can change our mind in a year what we were a year ago isn't what we are now and why would we want the same like action point to move forward in that like obviously this isn't fitting for you right now because you already went through it now you need a new change like that is where Uh, my growth has come to the point of like being Mm. able to look at it as no you're not and and honestly I'm not even going to say you're giving up you check marked it did it done it graduated moving up yeah yeah like Like if I was like making that from a a place of disempowerment then that's like different but like is anything I've said so far like talking about this sound like it's coming from a place of disempowerment like 
no so I understand why like that statement like does kind of like trigger people to like rally and try to get you to like switch up the language because we talk about this all the time that language is power words are power like all that sort of thing but I'm not speaking like I am at a point now where when I use that language it is from a very postured very confident a place of power and it is powerful to me to be like no I'm giving up on this version of the dream it's it's that version because I'm not the same I'm not the same version of myself when when I chose the dream in the way that it it looked, mm-hmm. right? Like if right. I'm 2.0, then the dream needs to be 2.0. And it's 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 an old dream. And it's gonna look different. Like how you get there is it's a different path now. I think give up is just it's it it just has that connotation, like mm-hmm. defeat. And that is not where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just how we take it. But mm-hmm. how we say words have power, but when your intention on the word mm-hmm. is different. So that power, you're not giving the word power. You're giving your next step. The yeah, because there there was like power. a conversation I'm sure you and I had not that long ago where I was like, I have to give up now. And I would cry about it. Like mm-hmm. that version of myself using that statement, like. Gave it power. Yeah like was disempowered and like maybe needed like a you rah-rah moment but like no this is me saying Mm -hmm. like making that statement in kicking it between the legs and then being like like no I'm lighting I'm burning it it to the ground and um I yeah so like nothing's really changing with my business to like for other people because it's going to look the same because it wasn't taking up a lot of space in my life anyway. Um, so I'm looking forward for it to be able to provide the fun, the fulfillment and the purpose in my life in every aspect of the word, both in what I offer as services, what I can do and to help people in their own lives to like grow and become this version of themselves and then yeah. it's a business. So then what I bring in revenue wise for it then allows me to do the fun things in my life um, on top of what the income from a job yeah. offers me. Because I'm telling you, like, I'm still going to work and I'm coming back on doing these podcasts and I'm like, I love this. This is the best part of my day. Like, I look forward to it and it's not work. Mm. It's not. So that's like, what's been interesting is like doing this when I'm, like I said, when I'm in the heart, in the middle of it, it doesn't feel like work, but the moments leading up. And then as soon as like, we're done, whether it's sessions we're doing together, sessions I'm doing on my own, or even the podcast and this, and then the moment it's done, I just like, it's like this flat feeling because I wanted this to look a certain way and it's not looking that mm -hmm. way. And so everything up until actually sitting in the moment and watching how I help people change their lives. I don't even really help them. I hold the space and you guys, like you guys do it yourself. <laughs> but um, it's like right when you're in the middle of it, that like that moment was like glorious, but everything leading up to it and then coming out of it, like wasn't. And I'm excited to feel that way because like, actually we had spent like a lot of time with me talking and focused on me, but you've had like a similar 
I'm going to call it mini, not trying to make light of it if words have power, but you've had a very <laughs> similar experience because you left the school year being like, I, my, it's my goal to not have to go back. I'm so drained yeah. and tapped. And so as we got closer to the school year starting and you needing to return to work, you were like, oh, I just don't know. And um, it hasn't been that way. And you feel the same way. Like yeah. Like yeah. what you do. I, I and well I and my school year is starting out great so that's kind of that's that's a, a bonus um it's a different school year like just because COVID isn't a main word that we hear yeah. and like work around so and the kids aren't feeling it so like I feel like the school year is is great so I can enjoy going there and knowing that like I get to be with my kids because they're like th it this job if I can't have my my independent job doing yeah, yeah, yeah. this all the time. If I can't have this, like I want to be doing something that's enjoyable and, but fits my lifestyle. Yeah. And that is it. And then going back to it, it was, it was kind of like a defeated, like I didn't get my dream. I mean, Tiff, you gave it three months and, and, and in them three months, like Melissa, I would love to say like pat ourselves on the back because like, I'm going to, I'm going to pat ourselves. Like I'm going to do our little gloat here. We got a, um, and if you're not in it, please come the divine and worthy, um, Facebook group. We, mm -hmm. we got that going. We have engagement in it. We love being in there and giving, um, excite, like just giving knowledge and like mm -hmm. thought provoking questions. And like, Melissa is a beautiful writer. So she like writes all these awesome like posts and, and we go in live and we get to do all that. And yeah. then like, we started a podcast and it's still going. And we did that. Like, we're like, Hey, let's start a podcast. Was it like maybe two weeks? I think it was two weeks. We came up with like the idea how we want to do it. And we were launched in two yeah. weeks. So, I mean, and, and I and just heard a statistic for new podcast for like brand new podcast. Most people give it about seven episodes and then like stop. So, um, we, we're, we're, we've exceeded that. So yeah, we, we've <laughs> reached our first like hurdle of like yeah. where a lot of people like, yeah. Cause it's like, this is, this part is fun, but like growing it and all that sort of thing. Like there's like efforting involved in that, but yeah. 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 So like, just like looking what, what we did, I was just in like a partnership, like realizing what we do together we didn't work together before this, not like, like before this, uh -uh. this, like we didn't, we, we were friends <laughs> that had separate like identities and now and how they mesh together and like the magic. And I used to like cringe at the word magic mm -hmm. and I love it so much. Now the magic that happens in the yeah. space holding and the movement of energy that we do is just like, like top notch. I don't, I, I, we're pretty, we're pretty phenomenal. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we are so, normally I mean, like horn tutors like that, but like what we do together is, I don't even have words for it. It's like so mm -hmm. fun. It's so powerful. It's so amazing. Yeah. It, and it's I, like an hour and a half goes by and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just want to like, if I can't do that full time, I had to, I went through a lot. Like, it was, it was hard. The first like two weeks was like defeat and just kind of like, I'm, uh, but I'm like, no, I gotta give my, I gotta give my power back because if I can't do this, I want to do that. Like if I can't do this full time, like I want to be here. 
Like this is a place I want to be. I work with some phenomenal people. They understand and care what I do and I can be myself because Mm. they allow me to talk about it. They refer people to me. They come to me. So like, it's a safe space for me to go into and and do that. But yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it it was because, but I wasn't giving myself three months (laughs) and maybe it could be, but it wasn't for me enough to. I think the reason why do it full time. So my opinion about this, like has shifted. I realize now, as you say that, because again, going back to, we just are so programmed and yeah, we're so programmed and conditioned to think that like it requires hard work and it requires a lot of time. You have to build it. Right. Um, I don't believe that that has to be true, but what I will tell you is that when you take into consideration, there are beliefs and there is healing and there is like trauma and there's ancestral and generational stuff that like really needs to bubble up so that we have the opportunity to rearrange it, release it, integrate it, whatever it looks like. That's the part where like it gets to be more complex and like I could not be this version that I am today in any less time than the 12 months that it happened. Right. Which makes me a better practitioner for my clients and is going to make me a better employee for my next employer. Because like if I had been applying for jobs and gotten one three months ago or whatever, or gotten the ones that I'd started applying for three months ago, um, I wouldn't have complete, I, I'm not going to say I'm complete, but you get what I mean here. Yes. Um, I wouldn't have like completed this healing journey. And so would it have happened eventually? Probably just like at a slower pace or whatever. And I would have still been wearing some like resentment and bitterness as I went to yeah. that job. And could I have masked it? Like, yes. Would I have gone home and liked my life and liked myself as much? Like probably not. Cause I'm putting all this effort and energy into like you know, being a good employee and showing up and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. And now I and the world gets a better, more well-rounded human. Yeah. And I really, truly believe that the universe is going to, um, provide me. I pause because I've recently realized that there is no such thing as the universe and that we are the universe ourselves, (laughs) but that's a whole podcast for another day. Um, but the universe is going to provide me with the best role for who I am now and what I want to do while I'm working and on the clock for somebody else. And then, but still have the space in my free time for my kids, for myself and for my business. Because if yeah. you think about it, so you're at the same employer, but your experience this school year looks very different than last school year in every aspect, right? Like last school yes. year, we were still starting with lots of COVID precautions and it's not, that's not the case this year. Um, but then also like you just had, your work was the same, but like the people and the students who were working with, with look different. And so just look at how your year is already different. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I'm at peace with it now. And and I'm finding I have time for it if I make time. And I'm finding that some nights I work till like eight o'clock before I have to put my kids to bed. I'm like, oh, wow, that went quick. Like, and I, I'm not resentful for doing it. And my kids get a, like, my, my husband's here. They, they like play, they do things like they're not being neglected in any way, shape or form. I'm just filling up my cup. 
yeah. so that I yes. can continue doing this. Right. So like, this is like my cup. I get to fill it. I get to fill it however I want. And and what I've learned too, is like, I used to solely rely on other people to fill my cup. And I was always empty. Mm. So I didn't know how to fill it. Like, this is my two-year experience. Like, I didn't know how to fill it myself. Like, yeah. I didn't know how to be alone by myself. I didn't know how to like control myself. Like, I didn't know how to do anything myself. So, yeah. um, now I do. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I can fill my own cup. Like I don't have to wait for someone to do it. Yeah. How awesome can I feel? Like, yeah. let's just like put that out there. Like how awesome can I feel today? Cause I get to fill it. Yeah. So that's I an, love that. For another, you. Yeah. Cause as you were saying that, what I was like realizing for myself is I have so much to offer in a full circle capacity. Like I'm an amazing spiritual energetic practitioner but I have so many other things that I can offer and now I'm mm -hmm. not siloing myself like I am yeah. an awesome employee I have really great wonderful skills I'm a great co-worker and I'm also a great practitioner and I can and a mom and a friend and um someday a partner um <laughs> and now I've create I'm creating the space for me to be all of those things and not just siloing it Yes. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. Like, I just look at the person I was last year, three months ago, and then I to the know. person I am now. And it's like, I have never tooted my own horn. And I've been doing that without like, guilt or yeah. like, oh my gosh, Shame like, you should or too much, too small. much. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but people are listening to me too. Like I, I was doing that in front of my friend. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just said a lot. And she goes, it was amazing. I took it all in. I'm like, oh, oh, it wasn't too much. Oh, how I'm being received is not the way I feel like I'm like giving. So yeah, I've been like listening to the receiving part of the people and not silencing them. Or I'm actually able to hear them because I believe it now. You yeah. cannot believe something that you don't believe. Like someone can tell you you're amazing all you want, but if you don't believe it, you can't hear it. Yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. hear it to the depth of what they're telling you. So like now I'm actually hearing it and I'm believing it. So now I can speak it. Yeah. And that's a huge transformation too. So yeah. Cause there's a difference between like accepting and receiving a comp like a compliment acknowledgement mm -hmm. a compliment like all of that and we've talked about that before yeah yeah so it, it, it's yeah there's a lot there's a lot and it's awesome and yeah you know I love that like we started out on this conversation and it's like over here now but I feel like that's it's okay yeah that's yeah so I don't know what my biggest takeaway for people would be Oh, I'm turning around and my dog is falling out of her bed and it's very cute. And I'm sorry, nobody can see that. Um, <laughs> and my biggest takeaway, I think, is just bet on yourself and do the scary thing. Because the reality is life, the human experience in the world is scary anyway. And so if you're mm -hmm. going to be scared, like at least be like it, like be something where you are going to achieve what you desire in the end. And what I'm learning yeah. is like, it's not necessarily that I didn't achieve what I desired. I just, my desire has changed. And so it's like a reset and a restart. Yeah. And yeah. I really do feel like, like whether it's like actually being offered and accepting a job or just this moment in time is the closing 
I'm going to say it's a closing of the book. And now it's like starting a new book. It's not even closing yeah. the chapter. It's the end, the chapter, or not a chapter, the end of a book. Now yeah. you're starting, like you get to start a whole new mm-hmm. series. Yeah. Maybe not a series, but like, yeah, like it's, it's a, it's a new book. Chapter yeah. end or book end. Yeah. Book start. Um, Mine is like, remember fear is courage. Yeah. You can't have courage without fear. So, well, because first of all, being fearless is a bunch of crap. So, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, just be like looking at it, feeling it, seeing it, acknowledging it, and then moving forward if it's a safe thing to do, you know? Um, And, and, and knowing if you don't and it's the right thing for you, it's going to be slapped in your face and you're going to have to take it a harder way and it will not be on your terms. Yeah. So, like yeah you you do it one way that's on your terms or you do it another way that is yeah. not as fun that that's how I did it I did it the not so fun way so <laughs> yeah like fear really is if you think about it fear if we like relate it to like cooking fear is like the thermostat and the timer like can you ima- imagine putting something in the oven to cook it like your Thanksgiving turkey in the oven to cook it and you don't know what the temperature of the oven is and you don't have a timer to like be able to time how long you're cooking it like you're cooking blind and without fear that we're living life blind like fear is the thermostat like to be able to tell the temperature of what we're cooking and the timer yeah 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 we need we need yeah it's so good but um how do we end every podcast we end it like what did you do for your self like what has been yeah, um, I feel like leaning into this decision you. is the is how I chose myself. Leaning into mm-hmm. this decision. Oh, and, like, and you have fallen in it. Oh and, my like, gosh! I like I like and... took about eight steps backwards and like ran to the edge and like just jumped. And I, <laughs> yeah, cannonball. <laughs> I know I cannonballed into the void of. Uh, yeah. So that's what I did for myself. That one's going to last me a few, a few, a few asks. What about you? (laughs) So I just went and said it and now I'm like, oh crap. Um, I'm like, okay, so today's Monday. So it's this weekend. I went and I hung out with a few of my friends that my volleyball friends that volleyball is done, but it was a, um, a birthday party and we had a great time and I got to like speak and okay so last week I went to a retreat and it had it like released I don't know what it released but it released something where I was like not prefacing myself and just saying myself like saying whatever I needed to say Mm -hmm. and I realized that they really don't care they're like yeah it's tip and that's like what going to come out of her mouth yeah instead of me like giving them answers to what they're going to say to my like yeah response so I freely spoke this weekend that's huge yeah without giving them the without pre-having a response made yeah I love that Hmm? look at us We're different I people. I mean, all of us are different people every day, but like, who would have thought? Can you just imagine? Like, like, what is life going to look like in December? If this is what life, ooh. right? It feels like it was just like June and we were just getting done. Starting. 
with just like starting. the kids were just getting done with school. You were getting done with the school mm-hmm. year and we were just getting started. And so like, what is mm-hmm. December going to look like? June, July, August. We're only four months in. I know. Four months into this crazy adventure. And I'm, mm, I know how good it can feel. We know how good it feels. Yeah. So like, go off that. Being okay. Like we've given ourselves some space over the last couple of weeks to like, you getting adjusted back to school. I have a kid back in school. I sent a kid off to college. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot. Being okay with like whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Well, we think this was an amazing, delicious episode. Hopefully, all of you listeners do too. We will catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Take care. Yeah. See you later.